At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, welcome to Intellicast. This is Brian Lamar, your co-host and producer Brian Peterson. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing all right. It's um, end of summer. School starting. Weird time of year, I think. There's lots of weird stuff going on in the world, and so... Yeah, but you mentioned end of summer. The weather today in our area does feel like the end of summer. It's actually tolerable to be outside. Oh, man. It is one of the most beautiful days I can remember. It can't get much prettier than it is right now. It feels like a, a beautiful fall day. You know, 70 degrees, sunny, little breeze. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, while I like summer, I do like fall because you can actually yeah. go outside and not just sweat consistently yeah. for hours. So, Yeah. Um, this episode brought to you by EMI. You can reach us at Intellicast at EMI-RS.com. You can follow us on Twitter, EMI underscore research and Intellicast1. Um, you can also call, leave us a voicemail. You can text us at 513-401-5463. Woo! Big episode today. I feel like we haven't recorded in a while. It feels like that, but we just did record last week. Yeah. So, yeah. And both. So we're recording this on Thursday morning, and the last two nights have both felt like Thursday night to me, and I'm not sure why. I think it's because we had um, we've had events here lately with fondly known as West Coast Amy. Um, she's a member of our team who lives in Los Angeles and we, she's worked here for about six, seven months, I think. And she came in town for the first time. So we had lots of events around that and it was really great to see her in person and have some fun. Um, but I don't know, it just disrupted, which, you know, time and weeks and days and has already disrupted with what's going on in the world, but this even disrupted even more. So this is a Thursday. It feels like a Friday. It's a holiday weekend coming up. It's just a weird time, right? Right. It feels like a Friday for me because I'm actually taking the Friday off. So, yeah, yeah. Um, making it a little extra long of a weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Should we get into some news? And then yeah. we're also going to talk about the Great Lakes Chapter um, conference. There's a there's an in-person conference next week in Cincinnati. Right. Wow. We're gonna, so we'll do a little deep dive into that. So let's do some news first. All right. First up, friend of the podcast. Lisa Wilding Brown has been named CEO of Innovate. Also in that press release, co-founders Matt Dusig, George Lorenz, and Greg Laven, along with the president Michael Anderson, are moving to the firm's board of directors. What do you yeah, think? Big, big news. Um, really happy for Lisa. Um, we had her somewhat recently on the podcast. I don't know if that was six weeks ago or six months ago, but it feels recent. Um, Somewhere in that time period. <laughs> she's awesome. If you don't know her, you should. 
Um, she recently became the North American representative for SMR. She's involved in everything. I don't know how she finds the time to do it. That was really the basis of the whole podcast that we talked to her is how do you find time to do all this? And what do you know? Lo and behold, she gets more responsibility. Um, I'm really happy for her. She's just a good person. She's a hard worker. She's a good mom. She deserves it. And um, looking for big things from her. And man, LinkedIn was on fire with that announcement. She's just, I feel like she knows she's about as connected as anybody I agree. Yeah. It seemed like the, the announcement kind of came out. I don't know. Maybe it was just me kind of out of left field. I was down at the bus stop grabbing my daughter yesterday, just pulled it up and saw that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere, but they were prepared for it. She had a nice blog that she wrote on LinkedIn about it. Um, so happy to Lisa. And I expect, you know, no challenge, no um, pressure or anything, but I expect big things from her. Yeah. All right. Next up, Disco has raised $85 million in Series B funding, which was led by Sageview Capital. They plan on using this new capital to scale their operations and accelerate their product roadmap. What do you think? Um, Another friend of EMI. We just, you know, each week we do a deep dive on a partner of ours. And this week just happened to be just yesterday we talked about Disco. And I think the news came out, um, maybe it came out a few days before. So we didn't I think so. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, 85 million. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that that's going to just be awesome for them. I love Armin. I love Bonnie. I love the whole team. Howard. Um, Ted. They just, they're awesome people and a great company. They've, they've done a lot. I love their positioning around quality, but 85 million, that's a huge series B uh, funding. And so good for them. And then I expect big things out of them too. We talk about accelerating the product roadmap and expanding the reach and capabilities of the platform. So big things coming. Yeah. I, I expect to see stuff be accelerated from then greatly on that. Cause that is a lot of money. Yeah. It's one of the biggest series B I've seen. I don't know, maybe since Lucid. Um, I'm not sure how big Lucid's was, but that's a that's a giant number. So it's also when you see these um, capital investment companies invest in companies in our industry, that that means it's such a bullish industry. It's such a great time to be an insight as people see the value in it. And um, so I'm happy for them. Yeah, so am I. Next up. This one goes outside our sample companies here, but the UK plans to reform their GDPR rules post-Brexit. The announcement sets out that the government's intent to consult on reforms on the UK's future data regimen and is going to give some details around data adequacy partnerships that will allow it to send people's personal data to places such as here in the U.S., Korea, Singapore, Dubai, and Colombia. What do you think? Oh, um, I've been waiting for this to kind of come, given the U.K.'s exit. And so I'm really surprised. They're not just kind of aligning with the GDPR rules to make it simple. But, you know, leave it to the U.K. to, like, make things complicated and kind of do their own thing. And, um, oh, gosh, I don't know what to think about this. It's just another privacy um, challenge that the industry will have as they start to figure this out. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I feel like I spend a lot of my time 
thinking about just in the U.S. We obviously have our own challenges with the 50 states and we have no federal law yet. Um, that's a challenge in itself. And then you have GDPR and then you have, you know, Canada, Brazil and a million others. And then here comes the UK with their own. And that's a big one because, you know, they drive a lot of research. So it's something we have to keep an eye on. So right. I don't know, it's part of, part of it's kind of frustrating. It probably is for you too, Brian, because, you know, it probably affects you more than us. Yeah. I, I'm, I was a little frustrated by this. I'm like, can't, why can't you just keep GDPR? I mean, right. you've already gone through all of this just to say, you know what, we're going to change it. That (laughs) just seems like you're doing it just to be different. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You don't have to be part of the EU to be part of the GDPR. Like, I mean, come on, there's efficiencies to be gained here. They've already done all the work. Like, just just kind of align with it. And maybe maybe there's something I'm not thinking about from a UK standpoint that maybe there's just some minor tweaks they could do to it. Because I know, you know, the UK has its own challenges with geography and how they're kind of set up and they're kind of isolated. But I think that they could figure this out. I mean, this is a this is an online kind of regular regulatory thing. Right. So. Right. Is it going to turn into, OK, well, Britain will have one. Ireland will have another. Scotland right. will have. Is, is that what we're going to turn into here? Because, I mean, yeah. you and I are frustrated enough with all the different state ones here. In the U.S., we just want one to make yeah. But again, you mentioned government, and then efficiency and government don't usually play into the same sentence. So Yeah, it's usually more about power and bureaucracy and things like that. So, all right. Well, at least I don't have to yell at anybody personally. Like, I'm not offending anyone by saying we're frustrated this time. Usually, you get in trouble on stuff. Yeah, I think this is a – I'm sure there are other people who read that and were like, are you kidding me? Yeah, so, yep. All right, next up, Qualtrics has launched a brand impact simulator to help brand executives understand and prioritize specific brand attributes. So things like if it's easy to use or if it's ethically sourced, that can help them lead to new client wins. What do you think? Um, Well, first off, I love the names of these things. (laughs) So... I would, Qualtrics has customer XM, employee XM, product XM, brand XM. Good job kind of leveraging your brand um, with experience management. Love it. And while all these other companies are just muddying the waters, I think, and I kind of expected Qualtrics to do that when they were um, acquired and you know all the stuff that's going on with SAP. But they've done a good job of naming their products and making it easy for people like me to understand them that maybe don't utilize them. I can at least understand what's going on. So it should, I mean, this is what it states, um, help marketing and brand leaders improve the efficiency and effectiveness effectiveness of their marketing brand campaigns. Um, That's exactly what Qualtrics should be doing. You know, they talk about they can identify the optimal mix of brand attributes to improve key metrics. And they go back to like, the key performance indicator for a brand, it's things like increasing sales and, and growth, um, web traffic, things like that. Very relevant things that as researchers, we need to get closer to driving true ROI, not just like, oh, this concept is rated higher than this concept, um, things like that. We need to be driving things such, such as sales, um, growth, revenue, um, web traffic obviously is an indicator of that. Things like that. So, 
I'm happier that we have a giant company making some inroads and getting closer to the really the key metrics that a brand cares about. And this is a step that I hope the entire industry starts to move towards. Um, so, I mean, this is a home run for me. I didn't criticize a name. I like what they're doing. And, you know, I've probably been probably somewhat critical of all the things that have gone on at Qualtrics. Maybe it's jealousy because they raised about, I don't know how many billions of dollars they raised, but it's a lot. Um, there's my rant. Well, Ryan Smith does own the Utah Jazz now, so. Yep, and they have an awesome mascot, so. I, I'm pretty sure SAP paid for that, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I love this. I In a prior life, I was a product manager, so just thinking yeah. about how to build this into the brand of the product and like, okay, well, you can start to play with, all right, how is this best going to fit? How can, essentially, I see this as a, simulator like if you were using a i'm going to compare it to like a golf simulator and testing out your different clubs to see which one works best yep i'm going to go down to the local golf shop hit a few into the sim the drive simulator see what happens hey which one is best hey i'm going to put in my ethically sourced or you know what i'm going to put in made in the u.s and all this and i want to help me decide these are the five big things that i think can drive new clients or revenue increases. I think it, my only thought is that how will this impact some more, more of the traditional market research that's done around branding and products. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but I think Qualtrics is making some good moves and some moves that hopefully will disrupt their competitors set, you know, and in some ways, we're part of that. And, you know, SurveyMonkey and what's Forsta, which is the decipher. And so this will help drive innovation in our industry. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Honestly, when I'm looking at it, I probably see it. Maybe this is the first step before you go to the market research phase that, okay, yeah. I've run this brand simulator. I think I've got the, let's call it five that I want to go with. And then I go out to that. Then I conduct the market research on those five just to kind of verify my hypothesis with the from the simulator. Yeah. So now that is all our news for the week. Oh, all right. What, what's next? Are we talking about the GLC? We are talking GLC, which is coming up a, a week. The main session start a week from today at in our recording date. So. Yeah. Um. This is the last Great Lakes chapter of the Insights Association in-person conference, which is sad and more news to come there. I don't think I should be breaking that. Um, but hey, nothing says let's have a party and a conference for the Great Lakes than to have it in Covington, Kentucky. And <laughs> <laughs> which if you, a lot of the listeners probably aren't familiar with Covington, Kentucky, but it's a, it's a, overlooks the city of Cincinnati. It's right on the river. And that's where the conference is here in really the Cincinnati area, uh, September 8th through 10th. So when you're listening to this, it's probably either in the middle of it or just before or after. But I'm so excited. Um, I'm, I mean, this is the first conference I'm going to and since SampleCon of 2020, which feels like about 10 years ago. Um, so I'm excited about that. We'll be there, right? Brian and I will be there recording some podcasts. That'll be awesome. Correct. Yes, we will be there. Yeah, so if you're going to be there, um, want to come on the pod, do, you know, maybe five, ten minutes. Um, we'll just do some quick hitters. We'll just grab people that are kind of wandering around. Um, hopefully they're attendees of the conference. We'll grab them, put them on the podcast, and see what they think. 
Uh, we'd like to do that. We haven't done an in-person podcast. Gosh, I don't even know. Oh my god. Um, are we talking like a the traveling one? Because yeah, the, it was probably MRMW a few years ago. Uh, yeah, no, we did that one, and then you and our former co-host took it on the road without me, and we'll call it nicely as disastrous. <laughs> IIEX in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun one. We had so many electronic challenges, and it was, I mean, we had amazing guests and turnout for the podcast. Um, some of the best guests we've ever had. It was an amazing kind of fun experience, but if you were going to listen to that podcast, it's probably a disaster. The audio was a little rough. Well, that's why you will be there um, next week as we record it from the beautiful Covington, Kentucky. It's at Hotel Covington is where the conference is, which is amazing. It's a beautiful hotel. If you're thinking about coming, I recommend it. It's, um, I think it's $200 for members of the Inside Association, two fifty for non-members. You can you can also um, watch it virtually for fifty dollars. There's also other. You can go to kind of the happy hour events and the networking stuff for fifty bucks. And so, if you're in the Cincinnati area, I would certainly consider that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anything else before we kind of get into the content? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. we'll be there mostly on the Thursday, from kind of the kind of uh, registration through lunch. At least I will be. Yeah, I'll be there. Also, um, I will probably have to write some checks <laughs> during this as I'm the treasurer for the chapter. And um, it's really my first, I guess it's my second conference being the treasurer um, during an in-person conference. And I'm excited to just hand out some money. You don't get to do that very often. I should have bought some giant checks. That'd be kind of fun. But um, so some of the content, I think it's pretty good content. My friend... Uh, former co-worker Deb Arnold kind of kicks it off at 9.15 on Thursday of the 9th. And she works at Catalyx. You may not be familiar with Catalyx, but they're a pretty innovative company. And um, she's talking about, well, the title of it, I'll just read the title of it. Bringing Complete Consumer Clarity, a rallying call to move from speed to data to speed to insight. And she's going to be talking about kind of the next level of delivering insights where it's not really speed to collect data. It's more speed to the decision-making part of it. She said it'll blow people's mind, and um, so I'm excited to see that. That's, that'll kick it off. Um, next, we have Numerator talking in a, as a sample company. I'm really excited about this one. So it's really sample-related. So Numerator, um, an awesome company. They're kind of, I guess they're headquartered in Chicago, but they're all over. It's uh, Miles Grogger, and he's talking about promotions, which is the sales boom or data bust, leveraging data science to untangle messy problems and panels. So that should be fun, as there'll be a lot of sample people there. And then there'll be a break. That's where we'll do some of our podcast. And then we have somebody from FedEx Services. It's always good when you have, like, a brand there. And then that night, there'll be some fun happening. So that's that's kind of um, – oh, that's just that's still day one. I, I just got us to lunch, yeah. right? You did. Um, and then after that is our lovely panel. And we're doing a panel on – kind of getting back in the office and all the challenges we're facing and the differences in what's happening in the world. And um, it's a panel being led by Jason Monahan. He's currently at Vansory. He's the current president of the GLC, worked at Dynata for years, and he's a really good guy. And he's leading a, a discussion about getting back in the office. And um, our own Beth Tehan, our, our COO, is on the panel. So she's 
I think we're well prepared for it. I think we're kind of leading in this getting back to the office. We've done a survey, but we've done a quant survey. We've done call surveys. We've done a lot of discussing it. And so we'll, we'll be have a big presence in this, this discussion. And also people from Doris, Foschi Chapman, who is an HR at Engine, and Sanjay uh, from Recon. I think he's their chief marketing officer, Recon MR, which is a giant company that maybe you don't know a lot about. They're huge. And then um, Braxton Brewery is speaking in the afternoon. And that's one of the things I love about these local conferences is that you kind of get a local brand to speak. And Braxton Brewery is a, a brewery headquartered in, I think, in Covington. They have another location in Cincinnati. And I'm not sure what he's talking about, but I love when the local kind of smaller brands talk about insights. And so that'll happen and that'll close it out. And then we have networking. Is Braxton the official beer sponsor? Um, I, don't, I don't know if we have an official beer sponsor. It looks like all the sponsors are market research companies. I don't know why we wouldn't have an official beer sponsor. That's Okay. Are they the unofficial beer sponsor then? I mean, like, are they going to bring a few kegs for this party afterwards? Um, well, it's, the party is at the Metropolitan Club. If you haven't been there, it's beautiful. It's in right on the river in Covington. It's like, I don't know, 20th floor, 20-something floor, overlooking Cincinnati. Um, it's really close to Hotel Covington. I bet there will be Braxton beer there. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And then this, the last – well, before, I, I, should, I should go back. We have um, a president's reception on Wednesday, September 8th. This kind of kicks it off, and um, – it's just kind of a cocktail hour, happy hour on Wednesday, September 8th from 7 to 9 at the Hotel Covington. So if you're not even going to the conference, you can come hang out with us. That'd be awesome to see you. Um, day two, we just went through thoroughly um, on the 9th. And then on the 10th, it's just a half day. Lunch is um, starting with breakfast. Sorry. Um, we don't have a breakfast sponsor. We're sponsoring the breakfast on day two. Um, I'm not sure breakfast on day three. And... Then the Garage Group, which is a local um, consultancy, insights, market research firm, will be talking about entrepreneurial learning in the face of uncertainty. That's going to be kind of a cool um, session. Um, Engine's going to be talking about data science. And then there's um, – I'm really int- intrigued by this one, which is um, connecting academia and industry about experiential learning. And two people that I don't know but I can't wait to meet – Somebody from NKU, Northern Kentucky University, and the University of Kentucky will be speaking about that. And I always love when you kind of get academia into a conference and talk about it because it's it's so relevant what they're doing on the academic side of things that it impacts what we're doing and kind of on the consumer side of things. Yeah. No, it seems like a jam-packed conference, even for a local one, that it's two and a half days. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like a ton of great speakers. Yeah, and there'll be great people there. Um, I'm really excited to see people that have been on the board. If you don't know the Great Lakes chapter, um, it's it really predates the Insights Association to the old MRA and CASRO when they were separate. There are a lot of people that have dedicated really their lives to kind of volunteering for this chapter. And I'm so excited to see them. I think there'll be some sort of tribute to um, the history of this sometimes on our board calls people talk about it 
And I'm somewhat newer to the Insights Association, just a few years. But some of these people have just been volunteering and um, trying to improve our industry and mentor local people uh, for 20, 25, 30 years plus. And so come by and say hi and thank them for that. Some of our sponsors are Schmidt Market Research, Moore Research. Lindsay Moore, is um, she's our next president. She'll be president in 2022. And I'm excited to see her and what she brings to the chapter as we move on. Um, Dynate is a sponsor, Recon MR, we're a sponsor. Um, Burke is involved. Lori Coldy, who's a former president, she has her own qualitative firm. Um, she'll be there. And then um, Lucid is also a sponsor. So really good sponsors. I wanted to kind of call them out because this is a, you know, it's a small conference, regional conference, and we, we can't really have that without the sponsors. Um, so I'm really excited you know, for a lot of these companies. They're not even located anywhere near the Great Lakes chapter, right? Like Lucid is headquartered in New Orleans. Um, Dynata is headquartered in Texas. Um, so it's really cool to kind of go outside our region and bring in people that are willing to kind of support it. And we couldn't really do it without them. Awesome. And we will put a link to the, the registration link will be in the show notes. And you can use the same link that can get you to sign up for either the in-person or the virtual one, or if you just want to come hang out, have a drink, uh, that link is there as well. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a big presence there. I think, let's see, you and I will be there. Beth Tehan will be there. I think Jason Enderhees will be there. I think um, Gabrielle will be there on our end, and I think we might even send a couple more to the happy hour. So big EMI presence. We should wear our EMI um, quarter zips um, as a little uniform. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what to wear to a conference anymore. Uh, so long. I've got to check my closet. I don't think I'm allowed to wear gym shorts and a t-shirt, am I? <laughs> yeah, your your normal office attire. My normal home office attire. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go fish out the work, the old work clothes. <laughs> Maybe on Friday, the last day of the conference, it'll be more acceptable. We won't we won't be there that day. Well, you won't. I'll be there. Yeah. So, you know, if you're looking for something to do, it's for a good cause. It's to help our chapter and to help the Insights Association and a lot of great speakers and it should be a lot of fun and good networking. So I would encourage you to try to try to make an appearance. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Um, I don't think so. You know, I wanted to point out um, you and Emma went through a bunch of new videos we have this morning, which I couldn't. It was kind of hard to fathom. I think Mary kind of mentioned at the end that how far we've come in marketing that we have all these videos at the same time. You know, we have a data quality video. Um, we did a fun video with some, you know, we eat cookies in the office. Yes. We do the fun video there. Um, we do global sampling um, with insights. And there's one more I'm missing. What was the other one I'm missing? Connector. <clears throat> Connector, yeah. Our new product, our DIY tool. And so we, we, at their company meeting today, Brian and I split it up once a month. And that was, today was that day. And, um, we went through all the videos and it's just really impressive to see the quality of them. I mean, they're just high quality. First of all, um, it's not something we could have put out three years ago and they're real professional and they do a really good job of summarizing some of the stuff we do. So I wanted to kind of point that out. And if you want to see just a fun one, the cookie, the cookie one, it's just kind of fun. It's like what, three, four minutes long. Yep. Yeah. We tasted a bunch of cookies and of course, as researchers, we had to rate them in a bunch of categories and we argued about it and we, um, did little talking heads about it. So it's kind of fun. So go out there and find some of our content. 
Yeah. And for those videos that we did show, you can find them all on our YouTube page. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And I will say I can take zero credit for those. Really? Yeah. Zero, yeah. You, you had some. In, in okay. percent of the credit. How about that? <laughs> well, you're very humble. You deserve a lot of the credit. As Emma, you know, you and Emma have worked hand in hand for years, and she just recently joined us full time right out of college. And um, you're kind of leading the ship, and from a marketing standpoint, so you get way more than two percent. Maybe you didn't do all the things. I did zero of the heavy lifting on that. That's why I said to get us there. So kudos to you. You get more than two percent. Okay, three. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, We'll be back live next week in person. So that'll be fun. Uh, with a little recap of the conference and hopefully you'll hear some new people as we kind of bug them to do five or ten minutes on the podcast we'll talk to you soon this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.